boom and we're live but we're not live we're just on here so what the fuck seven weeks you abandoned me for seven (laughs) whole weeks and and during that time why don't you tell me what you were doing you were saying (laughs) hey I was like, hey, are you coming back to the podcast? And you just waved the middle finger. You're like, fuck you. <laughs> and when yeah. that when that seven cents royalty check comes in, you can bet it's going right in my fucking account. <laughs> when Spotify realizes the potential of this podcast, they're going to yeah. deposit that 10 cent slip right in my bank account. Yeah, yeah. But okay, it, your 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 uh, knight in shining armor is here. <laughs> yes, but yeah. So everybody, uh, yeah, Ryan's back. I'm back. <laughs> You've been back long enough. <laughs> <laughs> but the re- the real side effect is this. Welcome everybody back to Knowledge Just Bored, episode number thirty-three. Oh, the return. Oh, oh, sorry, something just autoplayed. Oh. Oh, my computer scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, episode thirty-three rides back. Woo! Sub, the timing has come. Yeah, well, you were just like, you're like gone for seven weeks. You're like, I fucking hate Cody. I really don't want to. <laughs> do, I really don't want to do his podcast. He started doing this cool, these cool thumbnails, and he, and I'm like, I can't take that's too professional looking. Those th- <laughs> those thumbnails are too lit. I'm just gonna quit the podcast right here. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna almost make an AI clone out of you. Yeah, I know you almost needed to. Yeah, it's gonna be like, Ryan, do you do you want to do the podcast now? And the AI was like, I like Resident Evil. It's very fun. Yeah. How are you today? Good, good man. Yeah. Good, good, good man. I'm good, Ryan Bot. (laughs) How do people know you're not just a bot now? That's a good question. That's a good question. That's a good question. That's a good question. Hey! Oh, shit! He's stuck in a loop! (laughs) Yeah, he's stuck in a loop. You gotta get the keyboard clocking. Yeah. There we go. We got it. We fixed it. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, no, it's it, fuck I can't believe it's been a while. And it's just through work you were just there was like Oh, dude. Because you try to do every second week and then but yeah. then every you were working really crazy shifts dude, yeah. at the time and then especially in June. June June disappeared on me. Like Yeah. Oh man. It was just like I blinked and it was already July. Well, and then, like, I had some busy weeks, too, where I just had to basically record, yeah. record the podcast when I could or record it on a different day. And Yeah, I, you I, were go, going out of town quite a bit. Yeah, I was staying out of town a lot, so the podcast has been very sporadic, so that's why I've been trying mm-hmm. to get it done when I can or where I can. And then, yeah. But then this is finally, yeah, the stars aligned, and we're back. And, <laughs> and, and of course... Now that you're back, 
there's a new Resident Evil mo- uh, show <laughs> out. Yeah. So so the first time you're back, it's like, what <laughs> are we? Nice. What are we gonna talk about, guys? Resident Evil. <laughs> uh, that, okay, that sounded like. That 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 just sounded like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. But before Resident Evil, there's this there's this weird thing. I I tried to Google search it and stuff, but nothing mm-hmm. nothing is really uh nothing's really popping up with it right now. But apparently, there's gonna be a thing later on, um, that parents can take out loans. That like, it's a loan that goes it's a generational loan what yeah i don't know i don't know i i don't know if i'm being like uber trolled or if it was just i can't remember who was talking about it but they're talking about this with inflation and all the crazy shit that's going on talking about these loans that people are taking out that that well they're they're not taking about yet it's something that they're proposing but it's it's literally loans that like like transcend your life so essentially, you're taking out a loan for you to pay off, but then your children will finish paying it off. <laughs> That's the most fucked up thing ever. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're, it's like your unborn child, for example. It's like, well, I'm being born into this world. I hope I'm getting a good start in life. Oh no, I have to pay my dad's debt off. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. Again, I I could be talking up my ass, but I I did I heard something about it, and it honestly wouldn't surprise me. With how expensive everything is, so oh, it's God, like man. I think the idea would be like you buy like a two million dollar house or something, but you can afford it, but it's just the payments are for you know fifty seventy five years or something, so it's just generational. You pass it on to the next generation. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's like Boruto got handed down a headband from his dad. That was good enough. Yeah, don't be handed down car loans to your kids people holy fuck yeah Yeah. no kidding man holy fuck it's bad enough that our kids are gonna get to enjoy the rumble of a v8 (laughs) you know (laughs) they're gonna slap them in the dick with fucking extra debt yeah that's the crazy thing right it's just 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 more debt yeah i and and let's just like I said, I don't I don't know 100% about this, but I I just heard it. I I heard it on different podcasts. I can't remember where. But it again, it wouldn't surprise me cuz it it does sound like something that would be available. Like something that people would do. <laughs> That's crazy because like because like to do it where your kids would have to take over like Yeah. That just doesn't make sense because like that just doesn't like your kid doesn't have the chance of like saying no to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, and that's essentially like that's what I mean. I I don't understand. I don't know what the whole I I don't know what the whole context of it would be. Like, are you essentially co-signing for your child later in life? I don't know. Again, it sounds too crazy to be real, but there's a lot of shit that's been crazy lately that I'm like, ah, that won't happen. It's happening. Yeah. It's happening all the time. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, that. Uh, also, Ezra Miller update. Uh, he's still not in jail, guys. So, that's uh, you know, <laughs> that's two weeks running. He's still not in jail. So, <laughs> check back next week. Maybe he'll be locked up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
Did you hear about that? The Ezra Miller thing? Uh, no, I don't. I, maybe you did tell me. I, I forget. I, well, I, ta- I, I talked about it on the podcast briefly about in episode 31, but I was talking about how, because like Ezra Miller, he played the Flash, right? Oh, yes, and, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah like, how he has that weird fucking thing with the the kids and the fucking that mother and shit yeah, like that. They're like almost yeah. like Stockholm Syndrome or something. Yeah, or, or yeah. It's, it's just because he's like a celebrity, I think. But like, yeah, yeah I, I just thought that was so fucking weird. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, this guy needs to be a fuck. He needs to be a cage. Put him in a cage. That's is cute. he one of those kind of guys that grew up rich? I believe so. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? Some of those people that grow up rich is just they just don't understand the fathom of just like a normal life. So they just they just kind of just fuck themselves up. Yeah, well, they all kind of go crazy, and he's... Yeah. I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I'm not saying this is anything about it, but he, he always dresses, like, like in makeup and stuff, like he's transgender or something, but he's not yeah transgender, so I I don't know. Maybe there's, like, some... And again, that could just be his style. I don't know. But mm-hmm. there's a high correlation between people that tend to do that and people that are a little loopy. So he was... I don't know. I, I've heard a lot of weird shit about him, and him. Like, there's that. Did you ever see that video of him with that fan? And he's like, talk. He's getting a picture with a fan, and he's like, he's like, I could just knock you out. And I was like, what? Oh my god! <laughs> like, just, what? Like, yeah, just very casual. Like, I could just knock you out. And like his obsession with oh. like knocking people out. And it's not the first time he's done it. I guess that was the first time uh, people caught him on camera, but. Yeah, I don't know. He's a fuck. He's a weird fuck. Either way, yeah. But but yeah, keeping kids hostage and shit or whatever with guns, weird. <laughs> weird fucker. The uh, weird fucker, man. <laughs> also, this is a good one for you. You'll have to Google it. Have Have you heard yeah. of polium? No. So, so polium is a. Uh, it's it's a new uh, game console, and and it's an NFT game console. <laughs> it's it's fucked up. If if you look up Polium NFT game console, it'll pop yeah. up. Uh, feel free to follow along, viewers. <laughs> but uh, this the, this thing's already been talked about, and they basically ripped off the fucking PS5 controller. It looks exactly like a PS5 controller. But the, but the, it, it's the idea is that it's supposed to be all, it's supposed to be all NFT games, like web, web three games. And, and it's like, and when they get asked in, in social media, they'll get asked yeah. what games are going to be available at launch. And they'll be like, any game compatible with web three. And like, okay, <laughs> but what, what games are going to be launched with it? Um, and any NFT game, like, like they, they don't have any, like, they don't have any, like actual people like on, on board. It's, it's, it's fucking weird, man. And their logo, if you look up their logo, it, it literally is a ripoff of the GameCube logo. Oh my God. Like it's. Like I'll, I'll I'll send it to you in Discord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So on the left, obviously, is the purple GameCube. Oh, what? It literally looks uh, like an upside-down yeah, logo. It, it, it is. It's identical. I like, know. they just... It's like they also took the shade, the shade of the GameCube logo, and then just, like, just moved it. I know, right? Like, what the fuck? They, they literally inverted it, and then... Holy... And, and appa- so apparently... And they actually got a legal issue... From, you know, people reporting them and talking to Nintendo and stuff. Huh. and So they got in trouble. So they, I believe, I'm not 100% sure on this. I believe this is the updated graphic, which is still, like, not very far off. But that's the, up, they, they did change their logo um, for, <laughs> it's, I don't know. It looks like a rectangle in the middle of a square. They just basically yeah. made the square in the middle. A rectangle, like yeah, I don't know. It's but like that original logo made me laugh when I first saw it. I'm like, that's the oh, fucking wait. GameCube logo, you idiots! Yeah, hundred percent. It's like it's not bad enough you're scamming people, you but you're also fucking <laughs> copying other game creators' logos. Man, you idiot! It makes me wonder. It makes me wonder how long NFTs will go for before it just. Like, you know, like, right now, like, cryptocurrency just, like, shit the bed, you know? Yes. Like, when is, NF- when is NFTs going to just I, fucking... I, I know, it's so, it's, so, it's so stupid, dude, because, like, everybody keeps saying the same thing. They, they always keep saying that, like, like what, everybody is always resistant to change, right? Like, everything, like the web 2.0, like social media and shit, right? Everybody was resistant. Oh, social media will never be a thing. And then it was a thing. Yeah. And, but, and then web 3.0 is the whole crypto and blockchain and these NFTs, right? And that's the next yeah. thing that we're all kind of resistant to. And people are like, you know, we're, we're the, you know, like, it's going to be normal, but we're the, we're the people that are currently resisting it right but mm-hmm. i just i don't see this being normal i just it can't be and yeah it just again think what you want about nfts and all that shit and the practical applications that's fine i get it but like there's just the way i explain it to somebody because people were talking about you know crypto currency because it's a yeah it's supposed to be a currency like the dollar <laughs> but it's so fucking stupid. Like, like Bitcoin would never be a currency. Like, like it would never be just a standard option of payment because it's too volatile. And also it's just, it just doesn't make sense with math. Cause like, like if a new car is worth, you know, whatever, 40, $50,000. So yeah. are you paying with just $1? Like it costs $1, like one Bitcoin. Because a Bitcoin's worth about that much. So, like... Yeah. And then if you're buying your chips and soda from the 7-Eleven, like, is yeah. the cashier going to be like, yeah, your total comes out to 0.000000000078 Bitcoin. Like, the fuck? Like, it's just... it does It's not feasible. Because it's not scalable. It just... I don't know. Again, probably being the boomer for resisting this change, but it just, I don't know. I just, I really don't see it catching on that much. I could see yeah. the applications and I could see how things um, could work, but it's just, 
don't know. To me, it's not feasible because it's too... Well, like, first of all, market manipulation is crazy. It's just too mm-hmm. easy to fuck around. And then it just... It's so scammy. Everything's a scam. The yeah. Po- and, yeah, the, the full... The full console. Did you see the picture of the console? Uh, no. But I'm gonna take a look right now. Here. Yeah, I, I, I could, I could send it to you, but it's on here. It's like that's what it looks like. Like that's the, that's the controller. And oh then, wow! And then that's the console. It's it's small. It's small. And wow. it, and again, I it guess lo- it looks kind of yeah. sleek. It it looks sleek and cool. But the thing is, like. Oh, actually, I just realized that's an inverted picture because the D-pad should be on the left. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's that's inverted. That's not right. But just imagine, yeah, you can tell the B is backwards, too, on the button. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's clearly a, it, that's clearly a rip of the, of the PS5, PS5 controller. It looks exactly yeah. like a PS5 controller. I wouldn't be surprised if they... Well, well it's, it's a tiny bit there. I have one in front of me. That's it's it's a like a bit different. Well, I don't get these NFTs, man. It's just like these people that run NFTs. It's like they just think they can just get away with fucking anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like example, like it's just like it's like they they have the logo. It's like the fucking GameCube, and they're like. Like, there's no part of them that went, ah, oh, we should be fine. We shouldn't have to worry about Nintendo chasing after our ass. Yeah. And yeah. then now they have, like, the fucking PS4 controller, let's say. Like, there's yeah. no one going, yeah, no, you shouldn't have to worry. I don't think play- Sony-, Sony is going to fucking chase after you. No, yeah, pretty sure they fucking will. <laughs> yeah, oh, 100%. And again, there are people that can argue, because people have argued this, that... There's not very many controller designs left, and I and I will agree with that to a degree. That, that that's fair. They kind of nailed it. Like the PS5 and Xbox One. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're essentially the same controller, right? Just you know, the yeah, you're the, right. The handle grips are different, but this mm-hmm. this thing does look like a carbon copy of a PS4 controller, though, for for real. Yeah, but it's just yeah. you know, there is the truth that. There's not really much like, of course, Nintendo's always got to be different. Like they have their Joy Cons, but you know that's a whole different system, and they clip onto the side of the system. But if you look at Nintendo's uh, Pro Controller, it's the same fucking thing as an Xbox controller. Like, like it's just a different version of it, right? So I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm curious now with all right, like our buddy there, he he's into um into Dr. Disrespect's NFT game. Right? Yes, yes. So now I'm just thinking, I'm like, is this now, is that fucking game going to be on this console? I assume so. They're trying to have all the NFT games, right? Well, you'd think so if it's going to be a... If it's, it's going to be Web3, but I I personally, if you want my honest opinion on the Polium 1, and again, this yeah. is kind of an old story at this point. It's I think it's been talked about in, for months now. But like, okay. But it's still obviously it's still not out. But like, I honestly think it's a rug pull. I think it's, I think they're getting a bunch of early adopters. Because think about it, we we like like five years ago. Now these these other two, they're not they're not NFT consoles, but they were um, they were other retro consoles that were rug pulls essentially. There was like the Coleco Chameleon, which was a fucking scam. Mm -hmm. And then, 
lately there's been the the television Amico, and the television mm. Amico, it's not over yet, but they're like three years over their due date, and oh. that's that whole thing Fuck. with that fucking scumbag Tommy Tallarico, and that's that's a whole fucking story in a, in and of itself. But like that's another, it's just an example of a, another rug pull, that, and that's what I feel is this this polium one. I just I just feel like it's it's another rug pull. They're gonna get a bunch of people invested because it looks cool and it's NFT, it's Web three, you know. Yeah. But then they're just gonna fucking pull it. They're gonna pull it out because they're talking already, like on their website and stuff. They're talking about the system being four K, um. Up to 8K HDR with touchscreen controls and ray tracing and up to 120 frames per second gaming. 120 yeah, I, frames per second. Yeah, I don't. No, not with a console like that. There's no fucking way. No. And well, have you, have you, the, the thing for me is, have you seen, have you seen like an NFT game? Like, they're not 8K games. They're like mobile games. Any of yeah. these Web3 games, like, they're all fucking, like, you know, like, uh, here, I'm trying to think of that one. What was that NFT game? Uh, it was huge. And then it ended up being like a rug pull where everybody got fucked. There's Splinterlands, <laughs> but that's a different one. <laughs> Splinterlands. <laughs> Yeah. First thing I thought of was Splinter Cell. Yeah. Splinter Cell Lands. Ah, fuck. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. Axie Infinity. That's what it's called. Yes. That was a that was a huge game. And that was like one of the biggest. But like, just literally look up top NFT games on Google. People listening to this, look it up. Go to Google. Look it up. And look at every fucking game. That shows up. They're all like bullshit. They're all just tossed together scam scamware. It's all like fucking ripped assets or fake assets. Like e like fucking Ethermon. There's a game called Ethermon. As in Ether. Uh -huh. As in Ethereum. And Pokemon. Jeez, Jesus Murphy. fucking Christ. What Guild of Guardians? That that's like League of Legends, isn't it? It looks like like oh, Ember Sword looks like fucking looks like some fucking uh, me, super meep oh that oh never mind, that's the wrong game. It looks like a cheap fucking mobile game where you build a village. Mm -hmm. Like they're just they're just they're not good. And they're no. all like it's all like fake ripped assets and like yeah. if you go to some of those really bad ones they look like mobile games yes and they are for the most time for the most part mm -hmm. but it's like that's that's my point it's like that's why i can't see these these consoles ever becoming anything more than just a scam because yeah. who the fuck wants this and we don't even know how much money this thing is yeah. Like, fuck. How much money is Polium? Console. 
yeah, yeah, nothing came up. So nobody knows. They haven't released a price yet. But, but either way, I'm uh, before we close the book on this one for now. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. update you guys in the future if, obviously, if anything happens with this thing, if it fails, and I get to laugh at them. But like, and I get to laugh at the people that fucking supported this and fucking <laughs> f- fuck like how you, how people fall for this shit is just out of control. Oh. Again, the the retro video game things I can understand. Because you have nostalgia attached, it's they're promising a console with preloaded games, but displayed in a new, cool way, you know. So I understand how people get, you know, scammed on those consoles because they're actually promising something that's viable. Because it is viable to release a system with a bunch of ROMs on it. That's, you know, that's especially when it's somebody like a television. Like, when they did a television, they actually, like, they bought the rights to a television. So it was yeah. as if a television was releasing something. So it wasn't just a random company, even though nobody gives a fuck about a television anymore. But whatever. My point is, <laughs> the last part of this, the best part, are you ready for it? Yeah. On that Polyam console? On that <laughs> on that controller? Yeah, there's a button on the top for for your wallet. <laughs> Holy it's, God! It's geez. there's literally a dedicated button. It's a it's called wallet. It's a wallet button to bring up your fucking crypto wallet. It's like, like tell me it's a scam without knowing it's a, like tell me it's a scam without telling me it's a scam. Oh my! God. So so essentially, there's a button. Because they want those microtransactions, right? When it's released. Yeah. So you got to get that wallet button on there so they can have quick access to that crypto to get paying. (laughs) (laughs) Holy fuck. I don't think think I've been cringed out more in my life uh, after I saw that. (laughs) (sighs) That's fucking terrible. But yeah, either way, uh, yeah, don't support this shit. This is fucking... This is stupid. Uh, yeah. And if you do support it, I'm sorry. But there's probably a 99.8% chance you're not going to ever see your console. And you just got robbed of whatever money you did to back this. So, Yep. Well, I guess we'll see it in 2024 when they're promising to release it. <laughs> so, we'll see. Yeah. Dude, you laugh now. It's going to be a billion dollar industry. Yeah. I'm no, I'm serious. Billion with a B. <laughs> All right. B. So why don't you calm down, Waylon Jennings? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Anyways, hurts my mind. So we all know why you guys are here. The main reason you guys come to this podcast in the first place. You come here to discuss Resident Evil and Resident <laughs> and Resident Evil related subjects. Yeah. You know. It's just ironic. It just happens, you know? Yep. All of a sudden, a new Netflix series comes out, and all of a sudden, Ryan wants to do the podcast again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to go pound some Netflix. There's a, few, <laughs> there's a few things, actually, that have kind of popped up just recently. Um, like what? Uh, like, besides the Resident Evil thing, um, I don't know if you saw, but uh, Megadeth is releasing their next song, hey? 
Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Um, was it Night Stalker? I think it's called. I think so. Let me look. Um, let, yeah, me look my, let me look on my second monitor. <laughs> ba -ba 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 -ba. I'm a little concerned, Night though. Okay, are you ready for this? What's that? I'm looking at the Megadeth page, like the YouTube page, okay? I want you to just, like, I'll, I don't know what to take of this. Okay, Megadeth. Okay, this is the title, right? Uh, Vivo, Megadeth, Night Stalkers, Chapter 2, featuring Ice-T. What the <laughs> fuck? I'm not fucking with you either. This literally says on their... I'm certain that this is the official... Yeah, one one point eight million subscribers. Megadeth, Night Stalkers, Chapter Two, featuring Ice T. What the fuck? It does say that. <laughs> got... Man, I feel like this is gonna be a weird album, man. I, like I'm excited. I, I've been I've been craving a new Megadeth album for a very long time. I'll be honest with you, the first song hasn't caught me. Hasn't grew. No, I don't know if I just haven't listened to it enough, but yeah, it you know what it does it does happen sometimes where you oh premieres in thirty seven hours okay, I see yeah but yeah, yeah from was that there yeah, are Friday right there are yeah. yeah I think so there there are some times where like you do have to watch something a couple times before it catches you yeah but but I feel like uh, I don't. I don't know. I yeah, I felt like it was kind of a weaker song too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but Megadeth has kind of in the past released weaker songs first, and then yeah, like the album ends up blowing you away. Yeah, you know, unless it's two thousand nine and they release Head Crusher, and you're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I first listened to Head Crusher, just being a fucking hardcore little metalhead, and I'm just like. Holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I remember because it was just like one of the heaviest and like just hard rocking fucking songs I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, man. Damn you know, head crusher. Yeah, head <laughs> crusher. That was, a, that was a great. That was what Endgame, right? Yeah, I believe so. Endgame. Yeah. The um, fuck, man. The. Endgame was great. Oh, Endgame was so good. Okay, so like, there's like the tr like I love like we both love Megadeth. Um, the one thing that I've been listening to, like I find myself catching a lot, is listening to the world. World needs a hero. The system has failed. And United Abominations. Those three title tracks. Oh yeah. Um, especially United Abominations. Somewhere it's I think the system has failed is the beginning of it, or even. I don't know if I would say Worlds Needs a Hero, but I think the system has failed slash United Abomination. That's like Dave Mustaine's like that uh that's his prime yeah. uh, vocals. Like yeah. the his vocals were amazing in that. Like, you know, and I understand too, a lot of people criticized like right from ninety, what is it, ninety seven with uh uh Cryptic's writing right up to uh the system has failed. Yeah. But Man, system has failed in United Abominations. Fucking great lyrics. Well, a lot of a lot of people didn't like 
like they liked cryptic writings, but a lot of people didn't like uh, risk. What's well, yeah, there's that, but on cryptic writings in particular, people didn't like. Um, uh, fuck, what the hell's his name? Don. Nick Menza was the drummer. Who's the guitar player? Oh uh, fuck! Oh oh my god! I feel like such a poser right now. <laughs> uh, hold on. Marty Friedman, right? Uh, Marty Friedman, I think, was in this one. He uh, yes, he wasn't yes. in Risk, right? Was he in Risk too? I'm I believe. I, so. I, I believe so. Yes, that's the guy I was. Th- I was thinking of. Fuck! I holy fuck! I used to know like all of their. I used to know all of their <laughs> members all the way back to like the first album. It was crazy, yep. but I was like, I was like, how could I not remember his name? He's one of my favorites. But yeah, a lot of people didn't like in Cryptic Writings where Marty did kind of like uh that harmonica guitar sound for a lot of yeah. the solos and stuff. I loved it. I thought it was hey, awesome. I I want you to okay, I want you to go on Cryptic Writings Wikipedia, like Megadeth Cryptic Writings. I don't know if you're on there at all. Yeah. Like where you get your intro. Okay. Uh, when you're tell me when you're on the page. Right. I'm on okay. it. Okay. Okay. Go down to track listings. Track listings, okay. Okay. Now look at uh number six, I'll get even. Yeah. Okay, now go look at the lyric section. Oh, Brian Howe. <laughs> That's funny. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> and then even music how I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I've never that before. Oh yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> oh. Um he's got a shitty last name. Yeah, yeah, no, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll get even with you. <laughs> oh fuck. Get even with you. <laughs> Secret yeah. oh man. I'm just looking at the the uh I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be listening to Megadeth after this now. Yeah, they they those were those nineties albums were fucking really yeah. good. And it's fun it's yeah. funny when you think about like so many people think about them just as like um you know a heavy metal band it, like you know like Metallica or anything else, right? But it's mm-hmm. like, but like they're they're very experimental in the nineties. Like like I said, oh, add, yeah. Add, like adding that extra, you know uh like Rusted Peace was more like classic metal. But then, like, mm-hmm. Count of the Extinction had some slower songs on it. It had some some acoustic work in there and stuff. It, it was good. Yep. It, it was really good. And, again, Cryptic Writings with the fucking harmonica-style guitar from Marty Friedman. It was, mm-hmm. it, oh, it was really good. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you showed me this, but uh, I think it was a... It would have been like two months ago, last time I listened to it. But uh, they have MD45 on Spotify, eh? Oh, yeah, MD45, yeah. Yeah, man, yeah. I thought that was fucking cool. I, I didn't expect that to be on there, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's he's famous enough that it definitely should be. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. But yeah, no, yeah. Th- those were those were. Yeah, those those nineties albums were great. It's so funny because a lot of the albums that people didn't like, like Risk, I really like mm-hmm. Risk a lot. Oh, dude, yeah. Uh, and f- the funny thing with Risk too, uh, we was so, a I don't know. I we, talked, <laughs> we talked about uh, disc golf. 
Yeah. You mentioned. Yeah. So we were we were playing disc golf not too long ago, and uh, as a joke, just as a joke, I like <clears throat> I put on uh, crush them. Yeah. Like, and as a joke, I'm like, this is my theme. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a this is gonna be a good uh throw or whatever. And sure as shit, the time I play that song, I got a fucking two. Yeah, his sister came so and just, asked me out. It was crazy. Oh fuck. I threw yeah, threw the disc twice, got it in the second one. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I looked at you and said, The doctor's calling. <laughs> The doctor's calling. Doctor's calling. <laughs> the savagery is falling. Right <laughs> here. Oh, what a wild album, man. Fucking Fuck. awesome. Uh, yeah. Another good song I, I really liked with Rush uh, Risk, too, was um, I'll Be There. Man, that was fucking great. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a, and that became like a staple for them live. Like, people yeah. love it. People love that song oh, live, and, yeah. And uh, and also, Risk had that like obviously, Prince of Darkness is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that was awesome! Like when they uh, last time we went and saw Megadeth when they first started off with that, that pumps a person up so much. Oh yeah, I I, I oh, and and I had never heard that song live up until that point, and I was like, oh god, yeah, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like System of a Down opening up with Prison Song. Yeah. Just gets you pumped up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck. Man. Too good. That if you guys haven't listened to some Megadeth. I and I'll be the first to admit that after Endgame, it did kind of fall off a little bit for me. Yeah. I hope this new one's okay. better. But like mm-hmm. like Dystopia had quite a few good songs. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. But and, and Super Collider had a few good songs I liked. And yeah, so I I enjoyed Super Collider. The, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I liked Dystopia as much as honestly Super Collider. Honestly, yeah. Well, thirteen and thirteen had some good songs. It just like yeah, it, thirteen. It just... But I would say honestly, though, I in my honest opinion, when I look at looking back at each album's release, I felt like thirteen was like the most lackluster like release. It didn't seem like an album that was like like i don't know it didn't feel like i had the i don't know the charm yeah like it just felt like a bunch of like old songs they just kind of released back out well, but it wasn't even that like it was just like the thing is it, it had some great fucking songs but the weird thing at the time was that half the album had already been released or it was just a, a an old song that they decided to finally officially released yeah, like like yeah. Millennium of the Blind and New World Order, those were both songs from uh, their bonus tracks on um, Euthanasia, and mm-hmm. and they were you know the awesome songs. And the final versions that we finally got were good. And then Sudden Death was released on Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock, so it was already yep. out there. So and then yeah, like I said, there's there's a few other ones like like Black Swan I really liked. 13's a good song too. Public Enemy. Yeah. Deadly Deadly Nightshade, really good. Black Swan. Oh, yeah. 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 But again, it's just like I said, I'm not saying these new albums are bad. I'm saying yeah. I'm saying that it's not like the old ones where you could listen to them front to back and every song is like a banger. 
Yeah. Whereas, like, yeah, it's just, so I, I don't know. We'll see what happens with this new album. Hopefully they pull it together and, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully it's good. But my favorite, my favorite Megadeth um, factoid of all time, though, will always be their live album, um, Rude, Awake- oh. Rude Awakening. It's, yep. it's it's a really good album, but it's is really... that the Rude Awakening? Is that the one with the guy falling in, on the bed, falling off the skyscraper or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah that's the album. Yeah. Mark. And it, but... yeah, that was the first live album, and I remember you showing me that album actually because uh, yeah. I'll let you. I'm pretty sure I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, oh, of course. Well, it's my favorite little factoid on anything is that because it's the one, it's their first live album, and literally at the very first song. You can hear a crowd when they're just when when they're just getting started, and it's all you hear is the crowd. You can literally hear a guy just yell, "Play some fucking Metallica!" Yeah, doesn't he look like James Hetfield too? There's a guy in the fucking front row that looks like James Hetfield from like the nineties or something. I think. I mean, yeah, he looks like a typical metalhead. He definitely could pass off for a nineties James for sure. Yeah, yeah, but fucking that's just so funny. It's like. It's like really, guys. You didn't catch that. Yeah. The uh, the other thing too on that album that was really big was uh, when they did. Sh- I think it was She Wolf, right? Yeah, She Wolf. They did a she huge, Wolf huge drum solo. solo. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, yeah they they, they did an extended solo, and then they did a drum solo, and then they yeah. fi- and then they finished off the regular solo. So good, man. Yeah, and then that yeah. that one night live in Buenos Aires. Uh, yep, that's yes. a, that, that's a really good one too. Yeah, that's the yeah fucking. I'll be there. That was so fucking good. Yeah. Well, you're sitting there going. Well, the whole album is really good, but you're sitting there going. Time taking time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't listened to the Unplugged in Boston yet. No, I haven't either. I just noticed that on here. Yeah, just popped up 2021. Apparently got released. We saw Rust in Peace live because we were there. Yeah. Not at the Palladium, but we were there at their show. Man. Oh, my. I remember my legs were just killing me by the time. Well, do you remember the girl spurting blood twitched on the ground? (laughs) Well, we didn't even know if it was a girl or a guy because we couldn't see his face. All we saw was long hair and fucking... The guy had literally a seizure on the ground with blood yeah, just spraying yeah. everywhere. Well, it was a skinny. I think it was a girl. I don't know. A really skinny dude, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just remember fucking twitching out and the paramedics rushing through to get that guy yeah. out of there. And I mean, it's funny because you, I mean, you know as well as I do that I'm not, I'm not like a big fan. Like, I, I didn't mind like small mosh pits once in a while. Oh, you know, it's yeah. okay, but I'm much, I'm much more of a guy that likes to just enjoy a show. You know, I agree with. I'm a hundred percent the same way. Yeah, yeah. And, and and like I can, you know, I, it's fun being front. It's fun being at the front row. I get it, but like I'm just like the mosh pit life is just not for me. I I much prefer, mm-hmm. I much prefer to sit in a seat and just kind of enjoy the show. And, yeah, yeah, know. exactly. And that's the thing is, it's enjoying the show because, like, don't don't get me wrong, the people that are mosh pitting, they like doing their thing and stuff. But for like me, like, I I honestly can't really remember much of the Rust and Peace anniversary 
oh, uh, I, I know. sponsor because we were getting literally thrown around. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, every, everybody was going crazy. And then, like, again, people were, like, fucking literally dying near us. I just remember, like, that big... Do you remember the big guy that looked like David the Draymond? David Draymond. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> David Draymond from Disturbed. We had to make fucking truce with him before yeah. the fucking shit hit the fan. I'm not joking. Like, I'm 5'11". Ryan's 4'2". This guy yeah. must have been... 7'5"? <laughs> oh, fuck. He was a fucking titan. He, I thought yeah. he was an Ultron bot, for real. But, uh, but like, I, I, looked up, I looked up to him. I'm like... <laughs> I literally looked up to him. And I'm like, hey, hey. I'm like, if shit goes south, I'm like, we're on the same team, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, truce. And he's like, yeah, and he okay. just kind of nodded to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like, okay, nods. Yeah, like, 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 okay. like a, like a weird like nod. But he had like fucking yeah. piercing, like stretched ears and all kinds of. Pier- he was just, a f- he looked like a formidable guy. I was scared of him. Yeah, put it that way. But yeah, I was like, I'm gonna make a, th- I- I'm gonna make a truce with this guy just to be safe. Yeah, and, and then you know, halfway through. Halfway through the show, I went up to his ear and I went, Are you breathing? (laughs) 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 Wake up, are you alive when you listen to me? I gotta get this freaky shit now. The uh You gotta die when you listen to me. Halfway um halfway through the concert there's that one spot where like I was just literally getting tarnished by this one person he kept on fucking pushing shoving into me and I'm like yeah. I had like I, I was like toast at that point like I could fucking barely stand like <laughs> I kept on trying to push me and I remember your brother fucking grabs him by the fucking collar looks at him and just like the, the best way to put it was like literally no joke from like Spider-Man like back to <laughs> formula fucking throws him into the crowd he just kind of disappears <laughs> uh, yeah like launched that guy yeah launched him and then you could tell like he was wanting to come back and then at that point i think that big guy was fucking there and then you saw him and then he just that guy just kind of like fucking faded into the crowd and never fucking bothered us again <laughs> yeah he's like daddy <laughs> yeah. yeah that yeah i just remember kyle tossing that guy oh man and then he offered to toss your salad <laughs> jesus christ you don't remember that part oh uh, you must think be- i can throw me across the fucking throw me across the arena <laughs> that's hilarious but yeah oh, that, but those were those were good times and then there was the other time where we were um uh we were at another Megadeth concert, and uh, Mike Muir happened to be walking around from yeah from Suicide Tendencies. Yeah, yeah, we haven't have a picture of that. Yeah, yeah, I got a picture with him on Facebook, and uh, I I was just like, I, I just remember like seeing him by, uh, I, I fuck, sorry, I'm stumbling here. I re- I remember him walking by, and then I was like, I was like, wait, that guy looks familiar. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's from, I'm pretty sure he's from, like, Suicide. And then, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, oh, shit, it is. I'm like, hey, can we get a picture? He's like, yeah, sure, man. Like, he's super cool guy. Yeah, super chill, super cool. I was going to be like, what do you feel about Metallica stealing your guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Because that's, that's the band that Rob, Rob was in that band, wasn't he? I s- pretty sure. I'm pretty certain. Rob. Rob Trujillo? 
<laughs> uh, I think it was suicidal. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was in suicidal. Yeah, he was. Nice. Okay. Yeah. That's the best part of a fucking some kind of monster, the Metallica documentary, where he's like, we basically like to offer you a million dollars to join a band right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's hilarious. Fucking love that. That's something we need to rewatch again is some kind of monster. Oh, yeah, I agree. That, that, That fucking thing makes me laugh so hard. (laughs) <laughs> that reminds me I, I did you see that meme there was that meme I sent you the other day and it, it was like it was like a fake <laughs> it was like a fake news article and it was like heartwarming after hearing a teenager sing Metallica on TikTok Lars Ulrich has reached out to let them know oh, that, to, God, let them, yes. to let them know they own royalties <laughs> Yeah, I saw <laughs> that made me laugh so fucking hard because I literally thought it was gonna be like an actual news story, <laughs> and yeah. and and them talking about like like giving them money or something or funding their music career, and that's like <laughs> it's like to to let them know they owe them royalties. Oh fuck! That's, oh man, that's good. The, but yeah. Um... Uh, another thing I just saw recently here, um, again, we, I don't know if any of our friends really play, I guess maybe Justin still plays, but, uh, uh, Call of Duty. I'm sure the fans will play it. Oh yeah, I guess. The fans of the podcast. That's who we're talking to right now. We don't give a fuck about our friends. (laughs) Or our brothers. uh... All I care about is people who, if you don't watch a show, you're fucking dead to me. And I don't ever want to see you again. <laughs> the, uh, so they just released this, or I think they're just releasing. See, they're, yeah, reload launches July 27th. Um, they have a bunch of characters they're bringing into Call of Duty. Um, like literally what? Arnold Schwarzenegger from Terminator 2, um, uh, the T 800, and, uh, I'm going blank on his name, the guy who played the T 1000. Uh, Robert Patrick? Yeah. They're, no, I'm not joking. They literally, I, I, the characters from the movie, they're putting them in the games. There's like screenshots of it. What? Really? Yeah. 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 So is this for Modern Warfare 2? Like the new one coming out? Or is this? No, this is, this is, uh, this is the current one right now. Yeah. I like how you said this is the current one because I don't even know what the current one is right now. What's it called? Is it Block Ops? Vanguard, I think. Holy fuck, it's pretty bad when I don't know what the current cod is. Oh man. Yeah, we've kind of we, we kind of dropped out of that. Well it's cause like, like all people play is all people play is the fucking blackout mode or whatever the hell it's called. You know? Yeah. The, the battle royale. Nobody gives a fuck about what the mainstream game is. This Warzone. Ma- Warzone, yeah. Warzone are these yeah. new Warzone skids or is this new just for the I think it's Warzone. I- I think it's for well, yeah, they're gonna have them in. It'll in be for Warzone both. It'll be well. for both. Yeah, yeah. It looks neat, but then I also don't have interest in fucking playing Call of Duty anymore. So, no, it, like I might, I might check out uh, Modern Warfare Two. 
Okay, that's actually, it's funny that you brought up Modern Warfare, and those are kind of cool skit ideas, but, like, it's funny, because I was actually gonna fucking have a rant about that, about their naming the franchise, like, like the fact mm-hmm. that they're doing Modern Warfare, and then Modern Warfare 2 now. Oh, I know, I'm like, confusing. Oh, Jesus Christ, you guys, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, literally, what are you doing? You just... Just release a new one. Make a new you game. Know not only that, but you know the f- weird thing too is that you have Modern Warfare 2, right? And then you have Modern Warfare 2 Remake, and now you have Modern Warfare 2 2022. Like, how fucking confusing is that? I know. Well, it's it's like when people do these remakes, right? And they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're trying to say... Like, yeah, I'll let, you I'll let you continue. Uh, no, well, I was just well, I was just saying how like they just they'll, they'll remake movies and they'll call it the first one, and it's but yeah. it's a remake. Like the one of the worst ones I think so far is like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like holy oh, yeah. shit! There's but, yeah, there's that, like, the thing. Oh, the thing. Yeah, there's, there's in 2011. Yeah, they, they, like, they just call it the thing. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, is this like a is rebirth a of the... Like, the funny thing is, though, is the original came out in 54, 56, and then that was called uh, The Thing from Another Planet, based also on the books. Yeah. And yep. then and then John Carpenter's The Thing, but it was just called The Thing, of course. And then 2011, they called it The Thing again. At least when John Carpenter released his, he just called it The Thing. And then... Like, they couldn't have, they should have, like, added something to that title. Because the thing, too, again, people weren't, until if unless you fucking dedicated yourself and you watched right to the very end and to the credits, you d- you wouldn't know, technically, in theory, that technically The Thing from 2011 was a prequel to John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah, like, it would, it, like, yeah, there was no, like, continuity. Like, yeah, I know it sounds corny, but I'm all for numbers. Like, just call it one, two, three, four. Yeah. I, don't, I don't give a fuck. Look at Freddy Krueger. Look at fucking. I mean, before Friday Thirteenth. I mean, before they exactly before they started fucking it up. But look at it. Yeah. It was it was literally Friday Thirteenth, all the way up to Jason X. They're all numbered. Yeah, like, and then you know another good example is the Halloween movies. The Halloween John Carpenter came back to do these three movies just recent ones. Yes. And he gave them a net. He added to it, right? Halloween kills Halloween. The end like that. I just saw a trailer actually to, it just got released 22 hours ago for Halloween, the end, but yeah. it's the fact he adds to it, right? Okay. We know it's not that he's not just like killing a Halloween three or whatever. Um, well, exactly. Another, another, uh, publishers that that's pretty decent at f- making sure they don't kind of mess things up is, Capcom. Capcom, when they release their games, if they remake it, pardon me. Oh, hiccups. Um, they put remake. Resident Evil, like re. So, for example, there's like Resident Evil one, two, three, four, and then they have remake one, remake two, remake three, and remake four. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, those are remakes. It's a remake. Yeah. They don't have to call it fucking like what fucking Activision does. Oh, it's my Dude Warfare 2. 
Well, they just call it the same. Yeah, they'll call it the same day, same game. Yeah, like, like I said, like, like look at this, look at this fucking cancer here. So this is what I was talking about: the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So there's that movie, which is the original in '74. Then there's Texas mm-hmm. Chainsaw Massacre two. Okay, that's mm-hmm. good. Then there's Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre three. Okay, not bad. That's three. And then it was Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation. It's like, well, okay. I don't know where that would fall on the on the you know the line, but I guess it's the next generation. But yeah. then in 2003, there's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They're back to the original title. And then in 2006, it was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning, which is like a prequel. And it's and then 2013, there's Texas Chainsaw 3D. And then 2017, there was Leatherface. And then and then just this year, 2022, there's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's like, fuck. <laughs> Easy. Oh. Like, there's just, like I said, there, there's no way of knowing if it's a remake or if it's a... That actually, you know, it's funny that you kind of brought up uh, <laughs> Leatherface. Um, Is he in... There's a game. They're making a game, hey? And I think, if I stand corrected... The people that are making Texas, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game, is the same people that made the the Friday Thirteenth game. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, the the footage that they showed, they showed a, a thing. I actually, I think a month ago, and it fucking looked great. Is it like a co op game, or is it like us? I I think it might be. I'm not a hundred percent certain the whole thing on it, but like. The shit that they showed so far, like it fucking looks terrifying. Like it like the in the footage it just shows like people trying to escape the house. And then you got your different kind of family members you have to get around and shit like that. Right. But yeah, fuck. Well like Resident Evil Seven was highly inspired by like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh yeah. Like yeah, you, big you, time. You could tell by the way the whole dinner scene. Like, yeah, very reminiscent of it. Mm-hmm. Very reminiscent of it. Do you want to know an interesting fact? What's up? And this is back in the day. So this is 74 currency. So the budget on that original Texas movie was mm-hmm. was about 80 to 140,000. So that's that's like nothing compared to today's movies. And, oh it, God, and, yeah. and it brought in. At that time, thirty point nine million. That's fucking crazy profits for the budget. No kin. Holy fuck! Like that. That actually kind of blows my mind. I guess that's why yeah, it's no... such a iconic movie. That's crazy. That's yeah. Like, no kidding. Like they. That's like thirty times their budget they made. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. It's crazy. Like the other thing too, that's like nuts when you think about it too, is like that time. You know what I mean? Like now, like it's been like movies have been out for you know for fucking long time now. But like when you think of like this, what that was seventy eight? You said uh, seventy four. Seventy four. When you think of seventy four, like you know, like by now two thousand twenty two, they've. I, I think so many people are like. um trying to think of the word um like desensitized desensitized right 
that it's it's in in my mind like okay i i can't like i can't stand horror movies i I don't like horror movies i don't like because you know most people that go see the horror movies they like the adrenaline of getting fucking terrified right you don't like that i don't i honestly don't it's just but i I don't know why i don't know why i i can't get around it like my like you guys love horror movies my actually uh my sister likes horror movies my mom not so much my dad hates horror movies as well um it's it's kind of a funny thing like i don't i don't know where where like like my sister never hated horror movies like i i remember seeing my first one i just did not like it and never and then i just never liked it other than like the rare ones like you know john carpenter's a thing i fucking love that movie but i wouldn't honestly say it's like a it's like it's not a it's a horror movie but like you know what i mean it's it's yeah, more it's, of a it's 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 uh, not like fucking heart thumping scary like fucking like modern horror yeah. movies like like it's yeah, stuff uh, it's, like i like i don't know it's like so again some people love the the jump scares and shit like that and i i don't like jump scares like one i get startled easy just because i don't know it's just been a thing that i've always been startled kind of a very startled kind of person but like um i just like to me too as much as i don't like it i don't understand why i don't I'm like that, but uh, there's a part of me that also looks at jump scares as like a cheap scare, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. it just, it's just like, it's just like you can't be creative enough to make a fucking good story or uh, a fucking terrifying well, kind that, of surrounding. So you got to throw well, a that, fucking, that, I don't know. That's the ironic thing, though, is that like, see, I think with the thing, you've, you know, you've seen it a lot of times. So have I. Mm-hmm. So we know what's going on and we know who's who. But like the first time somebody would have experienced that back in the day, that movie would have been yeah. terrifying. And oh yeah. And again, that movie's not about jump scares. That movie is about the theme. It's the idea that anybody could be the alien. Yeah. You can't exactly. trust you can't trust anybody. So it's like a psychological thriller in a way. Yeah. It's not yeah. based on like a zombie popping out of a manhole and going boogity boo. You know, it's agree. It, it's theming, and I I'm much more a fan of themed horror than jump scares, but I do yeah. th- I do think that jump scares, you know, they they serve a purpose, and mm-hmm. but it's much more on uns- the mo- the more scary thing for me is the moment behind between before the jump scare. That's yeah, like that's where it gets the the theming and the build up. That's that's where the real fear is for me because. They gotta. If the if it's not like a scary situation, that's like ah eh, whatever, you know. Yeah. It's like a person jumps out of a blanket. Boo! It's like ah oh, yeah, he got me, but you know, it didn't really hit home much. But mm-hmm. that's why there hasn't been a lot of like good horror movies lately. Like the only the only one that's really doing well to me is like the Insidious movies, Insidious and Conjuring and stuff. Annabelle, yeah. all those guys. They're really good, but that's because of their budget. But also, they do have like a, a cinematic universe. Like yeah. all, all of those movies take place in the same universe. Ah, uh, okay, like, okay. Like, like Insidious and Conjuring and The Nun, they're all taking mm-hmm. place in the same universe, and they even share some characters. Yeah. So it's like you know, there's actually that which adds more to the story, and and also they don't really rely on a lot of jump scares. There are jump scares. Don't get me wrong, but. It's, yeah, it's more like subtle jump scares and like 
like really scary situations. Yeah. So and... you know, I think a great uh, a good element um, when it comes to like games. Um, I thought a very great horror aspect in everyone's, I guess, different, but, uh, you haven't played remake two yet. No, I, I haven't. Think, right. You no. played remake three. Um, but man, I, I would love to see you play remake two, dude. Cause honestly, the Mr. X, it, that is a perfect form of like horror terror because oh, yeah. it's just like this object, this unkillable object chasing you down and then like i think the other thing that adds to that element is the fact that it's not scripted like it's scripted to be in it but it's not script like he's not a scripted enemy like he's not in one spot yeah he can he, kind he of just, appear he just goes yeah he goes throughout the whole entire he goes through the whole entire police station and his main objective is to find the player and kill the player unless yeah if there's certain areas he can't go into but yeah the, it's just that yeah it's just something about that where it's like and then they try to put obstacles to make it a little bit trickier to kind of like get away from them sort of thing oh man it's 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 so satisfying that like for a single player game, I put like a hundred, I have a hundred hours into that. And, uh, every time I get to that part, I can just feel my fucking heart just fucking thumping. Like, <laughs> just like, oh yeah, here we are. The adrenaline's come because this motherfucker's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. You're like, every time I get scared. Yeah. Yeah. But you gotta get even more scared because, because remember, Remake 4 is coming out soon. So we're oh gonna we're gonna God, have to deal man. with like 4K regenerators. Oh, dude, I am like I'm really fucking interested to see like yeah. the approach that did they do with this next remake, man. Like they again, I think Capcom has like as much as people weren't too big of a fan of three, and I, I probably all the other games people are not big fans of, but I think Capcom has the epitome of fucking the best remakes they yeah they do so they do. good they don't just remake them they reimagine them it's not it's not like just a remake because you're not doing camera angles anymore you're doing a fixed camera position behind the player so you know that's they've had to remake the vi environment to suit that kind of gameplay and you know so they they switched up the game quite a bit like resident evil 3 like Nemesis has like a bunch of different forms, mm -hmm. and in the old one, I don't think he had any of those forms. Uh he he had his own kind of forms, but uh, the thing that really criticized uh, a lot of criticism came into remake three was the amount of con co cut content. Um, I think remake two might have had a few parts that were cut, but like not as much as remake three. There, there is supposed to be a lot more put into that game. Like, like what though? Like, like DLC? Um, no, like for example, there's a part in Remake Three. Um, after you get out of the sewers, they actually show it in the background. Is there's a clock tower, or like some tower thing, and that's like a section that's in re uh, the original third one. Like that builds up like a big chunk of the story and stuff, and then like um, 
one of the most like the th- the ending kill um it's somewhat similar it has a railgun in it but it's not like the railgun style that remake has um and then like the famous line that ends with the original third game is uh Jill Valentine where she picks up a magnum and she uh like the railgun like really brutally hurts nemesis but it doesn't kill him like in remake 3 does right yeah um, but like yeah she walks up to him with a fucking this big magnum and it's like and, and like it's like cons- uh, for me I never played the original one but it's like one of the more iconic like uh quotes from a Resident Evil series and it's when Jill she has the gun and she's like you want stars cuz you know he goes stars stars all the time and yeah. she goes you want stars I'll give you stars and then she just fucking unloads this fucking magnum into him and then fucking finishes him off <laughs> that's awesome and, yeah and then the other thing too is there was multiple endings to the original right uh Resident Evil 3 based um, on and time, one of wasn't it uh time but actually that's the other thing um resident evil 3 they gated you to choose um there was like there was like five or seven different parts in the game where it it was like almost like make your own decision and and each action that you do uh changed changed the game a little bit oh nice and uh one of the endings actually uh barry burton from the stars team actually saves you and carlos Oh, fucking yeah. Barry. Yeah, Barry. So people were like kind of pumped. They're like, oh, are we going to see like uh, uh, the remake three Barry Burton? Like, you know, they had like, because technically even. um, You got to see Nikolai. Even though they've made. Yeah, Nikolai and, and stuff. Yeah, the, you get to see Nikolai. And Nikolai actually dies in the original third one. And you don't uh, actually uh, a little interesting thing that uh, people have noticed. So um, the remake two and remake three, they re-released, hey? They kind of like up, I don't know, they next gen the games, I guess you could say. And uh, so in the remake three at the end, sorry for anyone that somehow didn't play remake three yet, but it's been out for a few years. Yeah, spoiler alert. Um, At the very end, there's a little fight scene with Carlos, Jill, and and Nikolai, and then Nikolai gets shot, and then he's kind of on the ground, and then they get in the helicopter, and they start flying away. And if you look, you're like, oh, there's a second fucking helicopter right beside their helicopter that they lifted off. So in a person, so people were like, well, Nikolai's still alive. So <laughs> with the chopper there, everyone's like, oh, okay, well, so the, the little thing is Nikolai's probably going to be somehow involved maybe with Remake 4 or something, right? Well, with the um, Remake 3 next-gen update, uh, they added like a bunch of 4K stuff, yeah. Uh they removed that second helicopter from the cutscene. Really? So it's I, like I, they pretty much put his fate. Ended his fate. So what's the canon ending though? Is in the canon so is like, he dead? It, in the yeah, in canon uh canon wise, based on the original, he's dead, yeah. So yeah, I think Capcom didn't realize about the or maybe they they didn't think people were gonna overthink the second helicopter in remake three 
And then they just see like, oh, Nikolai must be still alive. Nikolai must be still alive. And they're <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Okay, we got to fucking delete the helicopter from the cutscene. Just establish that he's dead, dead. But in Remake 2, did they add the 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 short picture in Wesker's desk of Rebecca Chambers? Actually, they did. Did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's uh, it's different. That it's different. In so the original Resident Evil Two, what you had to do is um, you had to click on the desk a hundred times. I think it was. Yeah, and what a, it wasn't what a even tedious it was, fucking Easter egg. I know. You know the crazy thing too is that it didn't even give you indication that you were even fucking uh onto something. There's some some guy. I don't know if he looked at the coding or just some guy read up somewhere and then he just. Sat there on Wesker's office yeah. desk and just fucking spammed it a hundred times, and all of a sudden, a fucking you get this like this uh, film yeah. that you gotta uh, make there, and then yeah, sure, it's Rebecca. And then in this one though, what you gotta do is you gotta get far into the game, and then you get a you get like a pass. What was it? You get something. And then you go back to the because there's a way you can get back into the police station later on oh. when you're in the sewers. Yeah. Password for so. Wesker's tickle trunk. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, and so instead of doing the hundred, you get that, and then you oh, oh no, it's a photo. It's a photo taking a picture of his desk, and then you're like oh okay, check his desk, and then you get uh, a picture of Rebecca and uh, a part for one of the more powerful guns. Oh, they actually added something else too. Yeah, yeah. So it's like not only is it like a Easter egg, but it, it's cool to see a game like them in a remake and then nowadays where they Capcom like um, they reward you for exploring in that game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Again, remake two. Remake two. Uh, it felt more grounded. Like it was a linear game, but not as linear as remake three remake three. It's just like point a to point B. You're not fucking backtracking whatsoever. You're like literally going through it. Yeah. No, number three was very linear. Yeah. But I gotta say so. killing nemesis with that rail gun was very fucking satisfying. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was fucking cool. It was, a, it was a cool effect to see just this massive hole in his body. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy no, fuck. like he's I, I enjoyed three. I can definitely tell you, like, it, it's funny because I enjoyed two over three, but three played better than two to a certain degree because of certain things. Yeah. But yeah, I again, I especially now with the with the update for remake three and re- remake two, I think this would be a fantastic time for you to play remake two. I I honestly I honestly uh, would be really happy to see you play, and I think you would really enjoy it. You just want to see my giant water bottle on the stream. <laughs> That's all you want. Yeah. My mana water bottle. <laughs> my four liter gigantic water <laughs> bottle that everybody wants to touch and everybody wants to hold. <laughs> Well, I got news for you, Sonny. Touch it's not free. You can look for yeah. me. Do you want to touch it? That's going to cost you. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think we should wrap, put a bow on this thing by, um, mm-hmm. um, I guess you could 
I hinted that earlier, but you could tell yeah. you could tell people about your new podcast and what you're doing. Oh yes, with with our uh, with our good buddy Stremlin. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Then, and so, then, and then, yeah, we could just kind of talk about our first thoughts on, like, the first episode of Resident Evil. Because yeah, what's your podcast Absolutely. about? So okay, Fuck so uh, oh. <laughs> so uh, nice it was an idea that uh, Strem uh, came up with. Uh, he's just like because. Again, a bunch of us are big Resident Evil fans. Like me and Kyle are fucking gigantic fans of the series. Is you, you you're well aware of, especially with me. Yep. And uh, so Kyle's like, "Fuck, man! Like we should do like maybe like a little mini podcast kind of series, just covering the first nine. We're like, oh shit, maybe maybe we'll turn it into something as well. If it if it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It we're not going to be friggin' too butthurt about it you know yeah and uh so our podcast is called how do we stream and it's a play on words it's how do we stream or whatever um and we it's very similar to this uh our podcast here uh like video games like we're uh me and stram we're playing or we're going to be talking about games uh anything really entertainment related so games tv series movies and uh sports because strem's really big into sports right so i wouldn't mind diving into that but i think that's as far maybe we'll get into like anime or something like that i don't know we uh, i don't really watch much anime anymore you you will now (laughs) (laughs) the uh but yeah the right now um we're the first few or I guess the first eight episodes will be about us just talking about like uh, live reacting and reviewing each episode of this Resident Evil Netflix series. Right on. And, and where can yeah. people? And where can you watch it? Currently, right now, we're still getting things kind of adjusted because of our schedule. Um, if you want to watch episode one, you can go on the Houster twitch.tv slash the houster i just have it live streamed right on there um eventually uh i think i was kind of talking to kyle about this i might uh change up my houster youtube channel and actually switch it to um possibly this podcast i'm not too sure yet i'm gonna see where it kind of goes well like i said you can always add you can always create another channel under your channel too yeah, it, exactly. So, and then uh, I, th- I, I am going to be talking to Strem actually probably a little bit later on today, um, on uh, the where like because I think he's trying to still figure out the whole uh, getting it spread, you know, like to Spotify and all the other yeah. places. Sort of thing. I, I, I so. talked to him. I told him how to use Anchor.fm. Oh. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I was. I, I and I told him that he should talk to you about that because you're kind of a pro at that. Because I, I, I'm like, I don't know. I don't like. I don't know that part of the thing. So somebody's got a podcast to run here. Yeah, and somebody's pretty famous with just over yeah. like fifty plays. So <laughs> you know who to talk to. Yeah, yeah. No, the uh, I'm hoping like again, our for you and me, it, it's just been like literally the timing of things with our work. Um, oh yeah. I'm hoping, you know, freaking going forward that, uh, 
like everyone will see me and we can talk more often on the podcast instead of being seven episodes later you know what i mean yeah, yeah. I mean, it is I, what it is I, I, we already everybody listening that we already agreed that we're gonna just fire you yeah we're gonna go vince mcmahon on your ass and go yeah what i fired you want to get fired <laughs> don't make me touch more women yeah that will pay me two million dollars <laughs> I'm going to touch some more women and I'm going to fire you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so what again was the name of your podcast? Uh, the podcast is how to, uh, how, I think it's <laughs> how to go to the bathroom. <laughs> how to strem, I think it's, oh my God. See, how do we strem? How do we strem? Yeah, there we go. How do we strem? Um, and ha- like how it's spelled is H O W E. Do we strem? S T R E M. Remember, everybody, that's Podcast. how do we strem? Yep. And uh, we will probably <laughs> do a podcast sometime this Saturday. So if you awesome. want to watch a literally true live reaction of everything, um, definitely <laughs> plug my channel again twitch.tv slash the underscore houster. So, yeah. And we'll and yeah, we'll definitely update you on here once you get if you get an actual channel established. Yeah. Just yeah. make sure you download the fucking video, the VOD, before it gets deleted. I I did. Actually, the other thing I did this time is uh something acted up on Streamlabs. Because again, we, we've been doing the, the live reaction of the show, and I was kind of bummed out because uh I was actually trying to have the video playing up on the top corner. Yeah. So anyone that was watching, they could literally watch along with us, right? But Netflix did something. They have some kind of fucking coding. Yeah, that, no, uh, no, yeah, they won't let you. Yeah, blocks it. So I think you could still hear it. Does, now, actually, come to think of it, I should check. I should check on the channel to yeah. see if there was any like audio blockage or some shit. Yeah, that's that's why I don't I. Just, I I, that's the thing about like doing those. I always wanted to do like uh, a, a separate podcast where I do movie commentaries and I might do that someday, but um, yeah, you got to have a setup where you can't basically like what you do is you tell people like we're watching Ghostbusters and we're at the Paramount yeah. logo now. And then basically they could start their movie at the logo same time as you do. And then they just kind of, watch along from there because you can't have any fucking video or audio because that's automatically going to get copyright striked yeah so the audio like i don't know if it's just because maybe uh we're a channel that doesn't make money off of this it, so they can't it could really, be but they but they will like my channel doesn't make money this the podcast channel like yeah but, but i got a strike on my channel yeah on youtube right yes yeah on youtube yeah yeah see we haven't yeah that's the thing we haven't uploaded on youtube just yet okay but i will say like um the amount of stuff that i've done on twitch i've been very fortunate that they haven't been like okay we're gonna be dicks to this guy but yeah the it looks like looking over the video it hasn't been touched at all nothing's been modified well twitch normally will mute your video for copyrighted music that's pretty much it yeah but like yeah I, they, I don't think they do anything with TV shows even because there's so many fucking people. Are li- there's literally people on Twitch that stream themselves just watching TV shows. 
Yeah. And the other thing, too, I was talking to Strom about this, too, was uh, the fact that we're kind of talking over it, too, right? So that might have something to do with it. But, uh, yeah, I was going to say I recorded. I thought I started recording on Streamlabs, the first part, and it fucking Streamlabs, I guess, just stopped out of nowhere. Um, Oh, fuck. Which was weird. But we what we did is we did the first part and then um, we went we had a little mini break went be right back and then we came back and then did the podcast kind of part of it. And um, uh, that I like I made sure I recorded it and made sure that was going. So I I actually had the podcast saved. So. Oh, that's good. Gonna go from there. Yeah. So. So. So before we like close out here. What were your initial thoughts on the first episode of that series? Um, a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions about it. Uh, again, the it was okay. Uh, me, me and Strem, I rated it an eight out of ten, and I feel like it was a not bad. It wasn't a bad episode. Again, I've been hearing that it does this thing where it it does not too bad at the start, and then it kind of fucking it. Yeah. it falls off the rails near the end which i'm a little concerned about but like yeah that's that's scary i'm frustrated (laughs) i'm frustrated to hear that but at the same time too as much as like a lot of fans out there especially like you know we've talked we've talked about this people that have watched uh not rich just bored people are aware that um we're fans of the series and we won't bash it like some fans out there there's some uh resident evil channels and like reviewers that just like welcome to raccoon city they fucking trashed the living shit out of that and i feel like that was a wrong i felt like that was such a wrong because i felt like it wasn't that bad of a fucking movie but people were saying it was like the worst like this one guy was like it's the worst movie i've ever seen in my life i'm like (laughs) bro fuck you you're you're a not only are you troll, if you're yeah. legit, then you're just a why don't call yourself a freaking fan, man, if you're gonna say that stuff. Like that's BS, I think, in my opinion. Like I know everyone has their opinions, but like yeah, you need to take a step back and assess that. <laughs> well, <laughs> and like, um, at least you could tell they were trying with that movie. Yeah, you can tell, exactly. You can tell, it's the you most faithful shit. It's still the most faithful adaption to a Resident Evil series. Now, the, the, this is the thing I will say. I, I, uh, I'm getting from Netflix, from what I'm hearing and understanding about this series, is it's it feels like it's going to do an Anderson thing. Where yeah, I actually... It's surprising when you actually look at the first Resident Evil movie on how it's like they've taken the ideas of the first game, in theory. You got a team, so... Instead of stars, you have an umbrella team, and then they eventually get slowly killed off, and then you have someone kind of betraying, like in the group, which happens in the game, and it's like they take little elements like that, like ideas from it, right? But then he made it his own, and like, yeah, again, the first movie is fantastic, the second one, it's kind of like mm, okay, and then it's just kind of like for me and Kyle, like uh, the other ones are kind of like. I won't like truly hate the series, yeah. but I'm like I'm not a fan of where he went with the series. No. Uh, it went a little too kind of fucking sci-fi almost for me. Um, and 
there's a part of me that feels like that's what's going to happen with this show. I feel yeah. like they're going to pull an Anderson where I'm like, okay, first episode's good. I don't know about the other ones, but like, there's going to be a point where I'm going to be like, mm, okay, yeah, it's not doing too well. And like, we we actually, I think you and me were talking about this yesterday, or yeah, I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Um, where the, the it's the, from my understanding, it's the creators of uh the fucking that TV series Supernatural, yeah. And supposedly they want to make like sixteen uh seasons Fuck, of Resident Evil remake. They, yeah, because they're like they want to have everything, man. They want to have just about any living Resident Evil character that's in the, that in like chris redfield claire redfield jill and valentine carlos oliver uh leon kennedy fucking barry burton lady damascus uh fucking probably i don't know i couldn't i assume probably they're trying to throw ethan Winters because the reality of it is like uh as much as they want the lady damascus in there she's dead like she's dead dead and like they're saying that apparently all these Resident Evil games are fucking in the universe. Even though it departures after five, apparently still the series yeah. of the Resident Evil games are in this universe in some form. Well, it's 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 a weird show because it's I don't see how they could add any of those elements. Because it's a post apocalyptic show. Yeah. But but they drop between, you know, the past and the future. So unless they're gonna go in the past and they're gonna add those elements yeah. later. That yeah, like I, like the thing with Chris and Claire and those characters, yeah, I can see them showing up in the future. Yeah, but like, exactly. But Lady but D, you, when when the fuck yeah. did she ever fit in there? I know. Well, yeah, and that's what I'm trying to say. Because like again, they want to put all these elements in it, and it's interesting because they brought up the one concept that I thought was interesting, where uh, the guy was talking about with say for example like. A, a, a group of like really your main four let's say chris claire jill and leon what was the whole thing about those guys in the first five games or even all of them it's yeah. they're literally their life other than re, like remake or sorry resident evil one and resident evil two um where it's like it started for them after that their whole life was about keeping biohazard out of the hands of like corporations and, and killing off biohazard. Their whole thing was to eliminate biohazard threats and like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, this whole stuff. And then now you have this world that has been now corrupted because of an, a company like umbrella where they've destroyed the world. So, yeah, well, they, um, they, they were like destroying the world, but now in this, TV series, they're getting a redemption arc where they're working yeah. on some sort of an antidepressant drug. Yeah, and, and that's, yeah, in 2022. Yeah, and our main which... character, Albert Wesker, is like the scientist <laughs> for Umbrella. Yeah. And he's working yeah. on it. He's working on And again, I, I could talk all day about the cast and how it's weird. Like, it's weird having a black Wesker, and I don't understand if it's like supposed to be an alternate universe or if it's just like Welcome to Raccoon City where it's weird casting choices like mm -hmm. that I, again i love that guy such a good actor and actually yeah. like i i actually like the series just because he's such a good actor and yeah that's, I, that, I will say that yeah that's the way i enjoy this the way i enjoy this series is i look at it as like it's an alternate universe resident yeah that's, and, and that's how i'm trying to go into it too like it's just it's an alternative universe 
like there's elements that they've showed in the script in the writing that like he kind of has like uh, a good example in episode one he has that scene with the fucking the principal and the guy there and he's like literally the he's like an uh like best way to put it is like how strum put it he's like the old wesker like uh like before five like he's not crazy or anything he's just a fucking like a dark i don't know chill dude or whatever but like you know what i mean like he's like man if i want like there's only i'm the only person that does my fucking job man like if I wanted to, I could fucking blacklist you. And it's just like the manipulation and like the darkness tone of that. Like that to me, I was like, yeah, that's good. That's like a, that's a Wesker thing to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then, yeah, you have this like father figure thing and you're like, okay. And then again, the other thing too, they talk about, it takes place after five and they're well self, they're well aware that Wesker died in the volcano. So this ha- like it has to be something. It's it, like in that, that, that's five. If they're yeah, I I don't know what the history of the show is. Like I don't know where the canon comes from. Like, mm-hmm. but I'm just taking your word for it. So I haven't read anything yeah. on where. Have you seen where the actual like canon comes from? Like, did did the director say the those- the director said that it takes place after like a- after five is their own kind of thing but the first five games like he said he confirmed like yes wesker died in the volcano so when he says something like that i'm trying to look back at the lore of the first five games and like again me and kyle we we and seven there we played um we played five just not too long ago i have yet to play six and go through that because i'm going through the whole resident Evil series but the um uh five i was more paying attention to the backstory this time like i was actually reading the fucking notes and shit and um they talk about like the wesker children um so i'm thinking like he must be part of the wesker children's or something around the line like a clone or something it's so weird that his name's albert though i know his name's albert fucking wesker yeah and and it's just like it's i just it's so that that's what bugs me the most is like, why couldn't you just make a new character? I know. Like, like it could have been, e- like- even if it is a different character, why did you give him the same name? So it confused the fuck out of everybody watching. Yeah. And, but and that's like- the other, that's the other plague that's happened to this uh, is you have now three fucking live action, like see, like individual series of resident evil and but- someone that hasn't played the game and isn't really following a paying attention. They're going to be like, like some person's going to think that welcome to raccoon city is somehow connected to fucking uh paul anderson series and he's going to be like what the fuck what like this makes no fucking sense yeah. and then and then now there's this netflix series and the guy's going like why is lance reddick fucking Re- wesker like why how is wait wesker in the last two fucking movies were a white guy and like yeah. he was this and he and this he wasn't a fault yeah he was part of stars he didn't have kids like where did this all come from, right? Yeah, it, it's very confusing. Yeah, and the other thing I didn't like when we talk about like algorithms and AI and stuff like that, it always like and like there's a lot of people that have been saying like how AI is actually integrated with a lot of businesses, mm-hmm. like they build yes. a lot of shit with AI, right? And like, yeah, it's almost like to me. Uh, I almost think there's an AI that writes all these fucking shows for Netflix. Because 
the amount of like weird woke shit in the first episode, like almost made me want to kill myself. It was like, yeah, it, and, and again, it was it's fine, but it's like it's just weird to see like a weird t- woke teenage drama, but it's in the Resident Evil universe. It's just weird. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, I was talking to Kyle about this too. Like, there's a very woke feel to it, but yeah. I'm tr- like I said to him, I'm like, it didn't bother him too much. He said, like, he, he was able to get around. Like, well, that's the thing. I, I don't give a fuck, but it's it. just like, it's just it's so like very. It to me, whenever I watch a fucking show with a Netflix logo on it, it's like there's all these boxes that need to be checked, and this checks all of them for netflix just yeah all the fucking the you know diverse cast the the woke activism in it and and like the the funny thing is with a lot of these shows like there's so much like woke stuff in it that i can't tell if they're trying to promote it or if they're trying to like make fun of it you, you know what i mean yeah like because like wesker's daughters are vegans and they're blah 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 and they 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 always talk about like the social media stuff and like all this it, it's it's like all these like buzzwords for being woke right or being basically like you live in california it's gotta like i don't know i almost think that an ai wrote the fucking script to this it's it or the screenplay at least like it's fucking weird yeah. but then, yeah, i know man but like i said the scenes that are good are really good and like lance is really good Oh man, yeah. He's awesome. And and again, I don't see him as the Wesker of old. I see this is definitely a different Wesker because, you know, he's not ripping around at cyber speed and fucking, you know, slapping necks and stuff. You can see the little bit of darkness in him, of course, because he's secret mm-hmm. he's secretive. He works for a secret organization. But yeah. and I don't know if it was it in the first episode? Because I'm a little bit further than you guys. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was what was he injecting himself in yours? Yeah, yeah, the first episode. Yeah, first yeah. episode he injected himself, and I think also, the fuck, how did that go? There was uh, the dog. Yeah, the, the dog, dog part. Yeah, the dog. Got, yes, the dog got loose. The hellhound yeah. thing. And I'm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is where I, uh, I have a very like goldfish memory. So like I honestly can't even remember Billy. Uh, the end. I can't really remember the ending of how that episode went. That, that's episode how one. that's how it ended. It bit the fuck out of Billy on the neck. Oh uh, yes, yes, yeah. And killed her. So. We think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, that's another uh, thing. Really that's close. another fucking thing. The fact that, and I think you mentioned this originally before I'd watched it, but yeah, the fucking there's Billy Eilish music playing. Yeah, the character's name is Billy, and she's spelled fuck- the same way too. Yeah, and she fucking looks like Billie Eilish. Yeah, what are you doing, Netflix? Yeah, I know that's. I I don't know if that's like them just being a little clever fucks or something, or I, I, them I would just being clever, fucking lazy. I'd say it's them being fucking cringe, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, again, it, it's fine, and the characters. I, I I don't mind the characters. They're, uh, they're neat. Um. We haven't seen Billy in the future, but I'm assuming that Billy is alive in the future. And the only reason I say that is because I watch everything with subtitles and the the subtitles say young Billy. 
So I'm guessing if oh, there's, I'm there guessing, you go, yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing if there's young Billy in the subtitles, then I'm guessing there's going to be an old Billy, you know, or Billy yeah. in the future, right? So that's kind of a good... Wow, thanks, thanks, closed captions. You spoiled the fucking series for me. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that's the thing I'm curious about too. Is uh, I, I, again, I like, can't wait for you to I, watch I, episode two. I know the 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 thing that I'm already predicting. Like, so again, for people on, we we I guess like, this is still kind of this is a spoiler territory. We kind of poked a little bit into it episode already, but um, the yeah, sorry, spoiler. The fact that she gets bit, yeah, she gets bit at the end of the first episode, and like. Like and again, you you mentioned it too in the caption. They talk about young Billy, and yeah. and then like Wesker's injecting himself with their fucking blood. So yeah, it already tells me that something about those the Wesker uh, Billy and Jane Joel Jan, not Joel Jane Jade 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 That's yeah it. Jade Jade. Uh, there's something special about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, you don't have... You don't literally... And that's the other thing. You literally can't have fucking Wesker's kids and if they're based on around some kind of shit. You can't just have them as fucking normal fucking characters. You know that no. there's gonna... Because of the history of Albert Wesker, you're like, okay, there's something special about him. And then you know there's something special about him because the motherfucker's injecting his mm. their blood into him. <laughs> like, yeah, that, there's something. That's, so... that's, that's the weird part. And like, even I don't know anything like more about that right now with my knowledge. Yeah. It's, it's, it, that's kind of the, that's the only, again, Wesker esque thing that that character has that he has a weird thing that he has to eject otherwise. It's mm-hmm. it's something he has to suppress something within his body. I'm guessing, but it's yeah. Like, but it's like it's just I don't know. It's it's very weird. But I like I said, all the woke, the stupid, obvious woke shit aside, uh, it's mm-hmm. actually a pretty enthralling series. I'm actually pretty invested in it right now, and yep. and, and I, I like again, I like it. I just I I picture it as like this weird alternate universe thing. Because it is weird. Mm. It's like a weird woke teen drama mixed with like a Last of Us. Yeah. Like the other part is like Jade in the future and it's like almost like the Last of Us where she's trying mm-hmm. to do research and she's a survivor in a post-apocalyptic world. It's it's weird. So again, I'm excited for you to meet a character from the second episode. I think... <laughs> he just reminds me of that fucking guy. What was the guy's name from Resident Evil Five? That was like oh yeah. Irving. Yeah, Irving. <laughs> oh me. yeah, the fucking when he falls down the fucking stairs. Oh fuck. yeah, the, the yeah. Baxter's his name. Oh, okay, I think. But he's uh yeah he's just he's a fucking weird character. I know, man. I know. But he's funny. The uh, uh yeah the um. The, uh, you know, like, it's, you know, a lot of people talk about this whole, like, again, the series supposedly kind of starts off strong and then kind of fades out near the end. Um, yeah. The, there's a part of me, like, if they keep making episodes or seasons, you know, I, I'm i pretty sure I'm going to just watch it. Because, again, I'm a, I'm a Resident Evil fan. Yeah. And, at, like, at you know, as much as. And unfortunately, you know, uh, even if they don't make the greatest content or shitty content, 
it's still like uh, who was it i saw somewhere maybe it was twitter or something like that where this guy's like you know for all the content that we've released and people are very back and forth about the content that resident evil's released i'll always support watching the resident evil series uh, whatever it is f like uh live action games uh animation series because at the end of the day that's more eyes that are going to see the resident evil universe and again i'll, I'll always support that because oh yeah it's one of my favorite series so yeah it's a good series and mm -hmm. it's important to the official resident evil podcast yeah you know and i will continue to watch <laughs> it too in between yeah. watching episodes of young sheldon premiered this summer on cbs <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I guess I guess that's the other thing. It's actually nice to like uh, it's again, even either way you look at that Resident Evil uh, TV series, it's nice to actually have like a for me anyways, because I haven't really had a much of a TV show thing that like there's no, nothing been lately where I want to be like, I want to watch this TV series. Uh, you know what I mean? The Boys season three, you motherfucker. See, you know, the crazy thing is. The fact that I'm watching Resident Evil before the boys. I've been meaning to check out the boys, but like something about it. Like I just get more sidetracked about not watching the boys than I have. We need to we need you know to sit mean? down and watch it with you. I, I know. And, I know. And, and, that's, and, and then we're gonna the and then we're gonna talk about it on here because I don't want to spoil shit for you. It's a yeah, fucking no, that's fair. It's a, it's it's an awesome show. Yeah. So okay, I will say one series that has been that was fucking fantastic. And I know for a fact you'll agree with me because we fucking we're laughing our Ken Scarborough here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the yeah, Pentag what the fuck is it called? The Pentaverant. Pentaverant. Fuck. Yeah, we took That's, we took oh. a, that was a series that I actually forgot about, and and like like because yeah. we talked about it on here how it, it got released or or yeah. like it, it was coming out, but then it yeah, did, yes. it didn't come out to much fanfare. Like you didn't really hear much about it. And then all nope. of a sudden, and then we saw it on Netflix. I'm like, oh, fuck, we should watch that. And then, yeah, yeah. We, we, wa we watched I watched the whole series that night. It's only six episodes, I believe. Yeah. They're 20-minute episodes. So you can, yeah, you can yeah. literally knock it out in two hours. Like, that's nothing. Yeah. But it was, fuck, it was, yeah. That that was a classic Mike Myers. Oh, so good. It was good to see a humor like that, man. Good jokes like that. Just And again, him playing multiple characters. And then, yeah, his just little witty fucking one-liners and shit like that. Like, <laughs> some of the jokes, like, man, so good. It just the, fucking puts a smile on a guy's face. Like, fuck. Like, just like, yeah, the Ken Scorbro's guy. Ken fucking Scar Yeah, and he's, like, sitting there at the convention, and he's, like, just, like, it's, like, still, like, little some stuff that probably normal people, I don't know, or some people don't when fucking get or laugh over it. But, like, he... It's Mike Myers hits the fucking the the spot for me and Cody anyways. Like stupid stuff like his laugh. Like he's with a fucking stuffed bear or whatever and he's like, Don't bear with me and then he does that weird, like raspy kind of laugh thing, like a Yeah. And, oh fuck. Like stuff like that, just uh so funny. Or they're heading into the US and they're the one guy, the conspiracy guy's like talking about like his uncle, uh big dick. <laughs> he called because he has that fucking that one fucking uh thing with it yeah but anyways yeah. he's like yeah we're going to my uh, big dick's hotel it's halfway there halfway in or something like that and then later in it's like 
or at my uh, uncle's other hotel, Big Dick's Hotel, uh, uh, that's located balls deep or something. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I love the, that, man. Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's big dicks halfway in. Yeah. <laughs> it's in nuts deep New York. <laughs> big yeah. big dicks halfway in. Yeah. And then he oh, has, Yeah, and he has another he, he has another fucking hotel on there too. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, like and then all the random stuff, like the, when he plays the really big conspiracy guy on the radio, and he's like trying to sell the fucking his Coca Cola brand or whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, well, it'll it'll fucking make your it'll, it'll it'll add stuff to your manlyhood, and it'll give you a boner, cause that's what the ladies want or something like that." Fuck, so fucking funny. Oh man, <laughs> the guy he yeah. the guy's already crushed like fucking eight of the cans in the fucking back of his van. Like, <laughs> just fucking chugs one. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, well, I say that, oh fuck, so good. Yeah, so yeah, episode one, yeah, it was big dicks halfway in, <laughs> and then yeah, in episode two, he's like, we could stay at his other hotel. He's like, he's got another motel. He's like, yeah, it's big dicks other in the old. <laughs> it's called the old. <laughs> It's no. called it's called the old log in nuts deep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so fucking oh, it's so hilarious because oh, it's so good. It's like it's like really like childish humor, but it's fucking hilarious. Oh, I love that though. That's good. Like I just again, um, and I, you're fairly we're pretty much the same when it comes to humor and stuff. And again, like a lot of people are very like very um. Like that's a they're anti like, they're art. anti slapstick. Yeah, a lot of people are very anti slapstick. They don't like, I guess, dumb humor. I guess, but like, man, that's like the best kind of humor where you can just like, you just you shut off your mo- your mind. You don't like you just take a step back and you just watch some goofy entertainment. Just yeah, turn off the world for a second. You know, just like, laugh. That's the best thing. Yeah, just laugh. It's it's like people are afraid to just laugh at things. It's like all that yeah. kind of stuff, like Dumb and Dumber. Fucking any Jim yeah, Carrey movie. Yeah. It's everyone's like, just, I think it's just that the idea that everyone's on edge nowadays on like, oh, am I going to, eh, eh, this is going to offend or this is going to do this. And it's like, man, can you just not like turn off your mind and just, yeah, enjoy what it is. Like it, it's not, uh, things out there are not purposely there yeah. to fucking offend people. It's just there to fucking try to crack a smile. Well, it's not that serious. It's just like, yeah, it's a, it's a fucking, it's, it's a show to make you laugh. Yeah, doesn't need to be that serious. Bye. Yeah, but yeah, you guys should definitely check out the Pedabrid if you haven't. It's, it's pretty funny. If you, if you want to watch Bigfoot shit in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, and when you're done watching an episode, I can guarantee you that you'll have a couple pretty ladies around you <laughs> that's the one thing about canada you're never too far from a couple of lovely ladies <laughs> oh fuck so that's so good but yeah i think we'll probably wrap it up here we've been going for that's almost right. two yep. hours oh look at that 
Look fuck, at that. Two fuck. What one, one one time back, and all of a sudden he just fucking like he's just going. Yeah. He's giving her. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking took me seven seven. episodes to come up with an hour of extra content. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I've been sitting yeah. here slinging dick every week. Yeah. Yeah. Going, hey, listen here, you <laughs> cocksuckers. <laughs> I got Ryan back at the podcast. <laughs> he was sitting here trying to kill me. <laughs> With a couple of lovely ladies. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, we'll probably end this one here. And yeah, we'll we'll uh have to keep up with the whole Resident Evil thing. Obviously I'll you know, we might even wait till you guys are done the series and then because you guys are doing one a week, eh? Yeah, that's kind of the idea. Yeah, yeah watching one yeah. every Saturday and live yeah. getting like a true live reaction out of us. Yeah, and then you can, and then we'll talk about it at the end with a couple of lovely ladies. Well, ladies. <laughs> and I'll sit there and go, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, hey, Resident Evil, it's so woke that even the bullies, nobody likes the bullies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bullies and outsider. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. But yeah. Anyways, thank you guys so much for watching. Remember to follow the podcast on social media. Links mm-hmm. are in the description below. Check out Ryan on Twitch. Check out me on Twitch. I streamed a couple of week ago. Something like that. Yep. Did some phasmophobia. Mm-hmm. Ryan's been doing some blue f- storm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Blue Shift. I was I was playing the Half Life series there. I might make a I might make a series out of it or something. I'll see how it goes. You better, because <laughs> that's content, baby. Hey, this is Cody Gardner signing off from CACA News. <laughs> Back to you in the studio, Troy. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week. All right, see you guys. Take care.